when you can take the pebble from my hand, it will be time for you to leave. Ninja, the tea party's over. Good evening, and welcome to another episode of the Asian Action Cast. I'm your host, Sam, and with me, we have some very special guests. Hello, Nathan. Hi. Hello, Scott. Hello. Ah, Thank you, everybody, for joining us this evening. We have a wonderful episode for you tonight. Uh, We were doing Chow Jun Fat, and then uh, decided that's probably enough of that. I didn't mean for that to rhyme, but... (laughs) I was trying to think of some kind of Chow Jun... Tiger on the Beat did not go down. Ah, Tiger on the Beat was was good. There was a chainsaw fight. There was a chainsaw fight. Um, But I think we we couldn't really decide on what else we were going to do. We don't need to do too many gimmicks. No. It's fun. No. It's not to say we're not doing Chow Chow Yun Fat movies ever again. It's just, yeah. Yeah. You know what's interesting, though, is I have noticed that our podcasts have been going up sequentially. Because usually you you change them around a bit, Nathan. Yeah, we usually have more in the can. Okay, yeah. <laughs> We're going show to show hand to mouth here. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a peek behind the curtain there, guys. <laughs> we got nothing on. We got nothing yeah. on. Yeah. No, it's been good. We've had a pretty good run. There's lots of movies that we, uh, we've we been meaning to do. And uh, tonight was a good example, actually. We had probably about three or four choices. Yeah. Uh, we weren't sure which one we were going to do. Um, Chow Yun Fat. I mean, we love Chow Yun Fat, but I think... We um, did have the killers on the table. We did have the killers, um, which we may still do. And uh, what was the other one? Oh, uh, City on Fire? Yeah. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I actually don't have that. I have to get a copy of that. Oh, okay. I haven't seen that. So I was like, okay, well, happy to check that out. Um, but tonight we, we did one that we were supposed to do a while ago, but we didn't want to spoil it. Because it was pretty new at that point. It was, it was very like the new. day it came out. You're like, let's do this. It's like, yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's a, a Korean film, a South Korean film called uh, The Villainess. Um and how do we also good to mix it up? Like, I mean, we've done. I dare say we've done like ninety percent Hong Kong and Japanese movies, and you know, yeah, yeah. It's good to mix it, it, it was about. I think it was. I was looking at it at one point. It was like seventy percent uh, Hong Kong. Oh, five percent. Oh, with our actual films that we've done. Yeah, the ones yeah. we've done. Five percent also outside of Hong Kong. Yeah. But and and then the remainder Japanese. Like, yeah. So. And chocolate was Thai, wasn't it? Yeah, chocolate was Thai. Yeah. Um, but this is a South Korean film, and how do we how do we, this come out? Did we just see the trailer for it? One no, day? I I saw the trailer a long time ago, but I actually heard it has some buzz. It, oh, okay, it like got a bit of buzz. Got, came out at the cinema, it had a bit of buzz. Well, I just read just then that apparently it got a four minute standing ovation at the Cannes Film Festival. I mean, do they show everything at Cannes before it comes out? I don't know. And does everything? Not everything. Get an ovation? No, not everything. Not yeah, everything. Can I just put it out there. Fuck a standing ovation. You can sit down and clap. Just because you're standing up doesn't make it special. <laughs> Fuck a standing ovation. I think you'd feel uncomfortable if everybody was standing. You're like, oh, I, I better stand that's up. Just, that's just peer pressure and bullying. Fuck yeah. standing ovation. Yeah, that's so right. You've also, you also got to remember, this is Khan. 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 Oh, Khan. So I bet you the people that made the film were in the audience. Oh, were in the audience. So, they so you kind of, yeah, you're going to, uh, am I going to, uh, they're right, they're right there. Yeah, that's right. I better act like I care. They're looking at you. They're like, clap, motherfucker, stand up and clap. Man, if I'd been in the in Khan at that point, if I'd been in the theater, 
they would have turned around 45 minutes in the film, I would have been sleeping. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, anyway. So this is The Villainess. This is The Came Villainess. Last year, tw- 2017. Yes. 2017. South Korean action film directed by uh, Jung Byung-gil, who I think has only done two other films. Uh, nothing really of note. Oh, here's interesting for you. It made eight, $8.8 million in this the movie. US. Yeah. Good effort. That's not bad, is it? Yeah, it probably only came out at, what, 100 cinemas or something. Yeah, like I doubt, you know, I doubt maybe not even that. Widely. Maybe no. even only did the sit like the the festival tours. The festival tours. Yeah, Is you know how they thing? do that in the US. They like will put a movie on. It'll go to like SIF and then San Francisco. The fancy arty cinemas. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Would you call this an arty film? A little bit. It tries for it. Yeah, it is very stylish. I don't watch a lot of Korean drama, so I don't know if the formula is very. Uh, as a result of uh, my wife, I've seen several Korean dramas, and some of them uh, can be quite stylish, but most of it is more about the the handsome boy and the the pretty girl having the differences. Oh well, that that there's a lot of this, a lot of that in this. I think yeah. they have their differences. Not as much, that, Scott. Not as much. Not not as many. The, I, I like the the stylish bits of this film though. This is cool. No. Well, like sands through the hourglass. <laughs> so are the boring moments of days of our lives. I mean, wait, no, the villainess. Same thing. So um, I don't know if this got a release anywhere in Perth. I don't know if it played at any. Like, I don't know. Maybe at the sometimes the Cara or Australia the, the, the Carousel gets Carillion or wherever. Mm. The, you know, one of those places gets it sometimes. I never heard or saw about this everywhere. And anywhere. not to be all uh, hoity-toity political, but is this the first film we've done with a female lead? No, no. Chocolate we did and Angel. Of course, of course. We did Angel, and we did Angel. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Which is a, yes. Iron yeah. Angels. Massive. Is that what it was? Iron Angels. I think everyone kind of angels. shared top billing in that one. But yeah, you're it right. It was an yeah. ensemble cast, but yeah. the women were definitely the stars. Yep. You're right. Yeah, we're pro equality here at the Asian Action Cast. Well, we try to be, but it's hard. Yeah, it's hard with Wong Jing trying to set people back all the time. <laughs> you know, <laughs> trying to set standards back. He's an entertaining guy. Yeah, his misogyny has a place. <laughs> Make it's like, say what you will, but those movies are funny. They are funny. Very I funny. Them. I enjoyed them thoroughly while being outraged yep. at the same time. <sighs> yeah. So moving on. The uh, the villainess is starring a Kim Ok Bin, uh, who I don't know who she is. What she is might she, be an she action star. She's, Suki? Yeah, she is Suki. Uh, the main, the main, and what a what a character entrance, huh? Like in terms of actually introducing a character, it's all. It starts off being a first person. Perspective. It starts a bit. Uh, what's the movie? Hardcore Henry. A bit. First I haven't person. seen that. Yeah. Hardcore Henry. Okay. It's her essentially. I was thinking Doom. Yeah, a little bit like Doom. That uh, really terrible The Rock film. The Rock. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a first person shoot. It, it's very much a first person shoot, and I, you know, I did wonder, and because uh, it looks amazing, but I wondered whether they did that uh, intentionally so that people watching it were just like. This is a cool action film, you know, like not necessarily. Well, there is. It, it does. I hate to say it, but it does feel a bit like a bait and switch. But the, yeah. it, but it's not just because of this scene. It actually that bait and switch happens a lot later than I thought it might. Yeah. Because you've got this scene, and then it moves on, and then you've got the other. We'll get to it any second. Anyway, so that's where the. You first... think it's a bait and switch because it's a female lead? No, or... I think it's a bait and switch because they decide there needs to be a romantic subplot this hard, and I wonder yeah, if they right. do that because of the K. Poppy melodramary stuff. I see. I see. Okay. Well, I was gonna. I was gonna say. I thought it was a bait and switch because it's a female lead, and to sucker people into it who might not otherwise watch a female. It's lead called film. the villainess. Yeah. But that's, that's what good. I was gonna. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's, like, it's right there in the name. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe I, don't I know, think maybe... the poster of the movie is her in her wedding dress with that gun. 
Oh, okay. Righto. All right. Yeah, that's a poor bait and switch then. Yeah, it's a bad bait and switch. <laughs> but what I liked about this, so it starts with this opening hallway sequence, which all movies have fighting fights in hallways now. Yeah, they've taken it off the Netflix Marvel films. Yeah. Oh, well... I feel like it's. I feel like that thing has been done in Hong Kong cinema as well. You got it in the raid. Before, that's that's, that's pre Marvel bullshit. This that's fight true. scene, though, like I've always thought about. And old boy, yeah, old boy. That was a more of a side on, but yes, I was actually yep. thinking old boy too. This this whole fight scene of the first person perspective. I always thought they should make a movie like that and have more scenes like that. And I'm sure it's really hard to do. They pull it off pretty well. You should try a hardcore Henry. The whole film is in that yeah. perspective. Jesus. Oh. I'm sure it's hard to do. I thought that pulled it off pretty well. Looks yeah, good. it was good. What I liked about this, so it starts off. She's got a she's got a pistol. She's deadly accurate with that pistol. She yeah. kills like twelve dudes. She reloads. When she reloads, she puts it up to the camera to reload. She goes down a flight of stairs. She jumps on some dude. She runs out of bullets. Then she goes to knives. And this is all from per- first, first person. person. And it's yeah. it's edited. It's definitely edited, but it's edited in such a way that it's it seems like it's almost one shot. They've gone they've gone to try and make it like one long continuous take, and mm. you can tell that there are edits, but they've done it well enough that they're usually hidden. Like there's a body going across the camera or yeah. something like that. Uh, and for the most part, they do really well. And what I think they do superbly well is you can actually follow what's going on. Yeah. It's a little bit frantic, but you can you can yeah. tell. And there's a lot of artery splatter. Yeah. Oh, man, like so much. Somebody gets stabbed and all of a sudden the wall's just sprayed with blood and the camera gets sprayed with blood. Hell of an opening. Yeah, yeah. and we started watching this at like 6.30 before my kids went to bed. So they're like gawking at it and they're looking mm-hmm. at it and there's blood everywhere. And you're just like, like, oh, no, no. I was like, guys, guys, go to bed. Go to bed now. You can't watch this. It's 6.30. I know it's not your bedtime. Go to bed. It's not for you. Tom and Jerry is more violent, though. Yeah, Tom and Jerry is more violent, but less visceral. Yeah. Less so visceral. They, she moves down a couple, two different hallways. She gets to the end of the hallway. She goes into a room, and it looks like a dance studio. I know it's a, I know it's a, like a gym. Yeah, but it looks like a dance studio. It's got the mirrors on the wall. Well, yeah. So she's been going through this whole hallway, and everyone she's up against is in a suit. Yeah. It looks like a professional assassin. And she goes through this room, and it's just like a bunch of regular dudes wearing like yeah, they're working you know, out sweatpants or yeah, yeah, they're just regular guys, but they're all lined up with mm-hmm. like blades. Well, they're all been doing jazzercise, <laughs> you know. Tybo, some guys uh, out the front yeah. doing the jazzercise. Yeah, yeah. And and she walks in. She's like, "Time to fight! Time to fight!" And they're like, "This bitch came alone." So she starts fighting all these guys. So I thought it was a cool transition where you actually see her for the first time. She gets a head slammed into a mirror and it kind of cuts to her face looking in the mirror. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, good, and that's good when camera it shot. Out, yeah, that's yeah. when it comes. I think like, you walked, so she gets, I think you Yeah, away. you were dealing yeah. with your children at this point. So she gets her <laughs> yes. head smashed and as, as she pulls out, that's when it goes to third person. Yeah, right. That was cool. The camera works fantastic. Yeah. Like, yeah, all throughout. It's really, really but good. But even in there, there's a bit... I, I, ha- I want to go back to it because it goes from guns to knives and then she loses the knife. And then she's just kicking and punching dudes. Yeah. I don't know. How, she, how does she kill all the guys in there? She just stabs uh, A couple of them she stabs. Then she loses the knife. Then yeah. she like chokes one with a, uh, with a rope and just another. a barbell. Barbell to yeah. the knee. Yeah. Like, I don't think, like, if you, there's, she must take down oh, at yeah, least right. 70 people. Yeah, a lot of people. Like but I'm, I'm than, sure half of them are still alive, at least. Yeah. Like, I they're injured, she, but they're still alive. I think she takes down more people than in Kill Bill. In that, uh, in the restaurant. Maybe, possibly. Yeah, I don't think there were actually 88 guys in there. They're called the We crazy could count 80. it later. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. 
But she dispatches all the guys, and is that all of them? She ends up out the window, doesn't yeah, she? Smash out the window, yeah. Yeah, there's a really big dude. And that's who she breaks the kneecap, oh, the knees with uh, yeah. Ooh, dumbbell. That was, yeah, that's and she chokes cool. him, and she, as she's choking him, she jumps out the window. Yeah. And that's how she lands and gets caught by the police. Yeah, that's right. And they've all got their guns trained on her, and she gives herself up. Uh, do we understand why she's there? No. no, not at this point. Oh, we don't understand why she's there? Okay. And so the police are all surrounding her. Um, and I think that's when they actually capture her and take her to like a clinic or something. Yeah, this is where this movie starts to kind of lose me a little yeah. bit. Like, she, she wakes up in a secret facility with a gas pumping out. She's yeah, in like she, a regular bed. It looks like a weird psychiatric hospital almost. Yeah. yeah, and she has like flashbacks to when she was doing like assassin training because she had assassin training prior Before she to- was... In this special place where it's more assassin training? Yeah. I was thinking, actually, that that whole facility bit where she's um, being trained and stuff, I thought that was a really good um, like Black Widow movie or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's like every, every every time she opens the door, it's a weird... Like ballerina yeah, or... Yeah, it's like... Yeah. I mean, I, mean I, I haven't seen Twin Peaks or anything like that. It's like this weird lynching kind of... This, uh, this door opens and there's this weird thing happening. And people are just like acting like nothing's out of the ordinary. All these people are cooking. All these people are on the stage. Like, what the hell is going on? And nobody's on? freaked out by her either. Everyone's like, oh, well, you know... Another one. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. And they're all like laughing and giggling. It's cool. Yeah. And uh, I think we should set this up. So she, she manages to escape... Um, and gets out and she's got like a hostage and she goes through these different rooms. And then she goes through one room where girls are putting on makeup for a play. And one of the girls is like, take me with you. I can show you the way out. And so she takes her out. And this is all done again, like with the no the invisible edits. Mm-hmm. So it's done to make it look like one take. And even though it is like invisible edits, the way the camera moves is pretty crazy considering they're in the hallways and stuff. So it's tight. I don't know how they're doing it, but it's really well done. And they get out to the rooftop, and uh, the the girl that she runs into, uh, that Suki runs into, she says, oh, you just have to jump over this. Follow me. Yeah, like, they're on the top of a building, and they're like, you have to jump down into the ground. So, the uh, the escapee, the other escapee goes first, and then Suki stabs this guy in the leg, her hostage, so he can't go for Chase help. Him. Yeah, and then she runs and jumps. But then before she lands, the other chick turns around and shoots her. And then that's when she falls into a like a, a trash bin, a trash bin, like a yeah dumpster. Yeah, and then you find out that there's this backstory that you know they found her corpse and she's essentially dead. So, but she's not. Um, and then she is a an agent of the program. Yeah, we don't know exactly know what the program is. We assume it's some government agency thing because they can disappear people and stuff like that. Um, but during this period, we went over a, a bunch of stuff. Like during this period, we we're also introduced to a bunch of people smoking in a room, looking at video cameras, and like monitors and tv screens and they've lost something they've lost like a, a diamond or something maybe they've lo- well a, i don't know about the diamond but they've definitely lost a hard drive oh yeah, 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 yeah. so they're they're looking for some kind of hard drive that someone has like they'll be in trouble because the people that she killed yeah they had a hard drive right this is what i remember this is the only bit it's kind of bit of plot that i remember they had a hard drive that if was found the agency would be in trouble or the program yes. would be in trouble but we never know why no, and the agency is uh, kind of ambiguous as to whether or not they're actually a government agency or yeah. like a syndicate, crime syndicate or something. Yeah, but again, they disappear people. They get caught. Yeah. People get caught by the police and they get them. Like, she's caught by the police at the end of that fight. At this point, it's still kind of cool. You've got yeah. these, like, guys in suits looking at multiple monitors and they're part of the agency. They're goofing around. They're right? goofing around. They're like, oh, look at this hot one. She's pretty good. And, you know, if you marry her, you'll get a promotion and shit. 
And uh, so there's guys vying for dominance, I guess. Yeah. And and part of the program is... And there's this one guy who's super into Suki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the, the other... What was he? Is he a protagonist, would you say? I'd, I'd say he's a slimy, uh, slimy dude. I can't see him as a protagonist. I don't know. It's an they, try, they try and redeem him later, but he's not... Mm. His name's uh, Hyun Soo. Is played by an actor he's called Sun Joon. He's Baby John. He's Korean Baby John. He's got a good chin. He's got a massive chin. You know, if Korea ever made like a Batman, he would be Korean Joker. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Oh, look, there's a picture of him here. I just found him and his hair is colored in blue. There you go. There you go. Anyway, so he, he, is, he has a very punchable face. Like he's <laughs> just smug. got one of those faces. You're just like, man, you're pretty boy. He's like a K-pop idol. He's... I didn't like him at all. No, I, I like don't think all. we were supposed to, though. He's very smarmy and very smug. Yeah. Anyway, he's taking notes, and he's like, "Oh, everybody thinks that whoever is partnered with Suki, the, yeah, she, with they will girl. be promoted." Yeah, I don't. And I don't understand that. why. No, like the, you know, like the, their their mission is to marry the agents, I guess. Yeah, the, the I don't assassins. really. I never. I don't really. Still, don't really get. I thought they were going to be handlers. Yeah, and the part of the handling would be a relationship. But that whole subplot is completely lost on me. I, yeah. you're, you're probably right. They didn't explain it that well, but I think you're on the right track with that. Well, you find out that um, she's actually got a kid. She she has a baby in her belly when she the cops found her, and then she eventually has this baby. And Well, they were like, hey, you, know, you don't want to die. You know, work for us, have this kid, and we'll let you out in 10 years' time. Yeah, yeah. And so she has this kid, and then she's raising this kid in this facility. And then they take the kid away from her. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, they're like, yeah, you can, you know, your kid can't live here, which is fair enough. You can't live in a fucking box. Yeah, like, true. Take your kid away, and uh, your kid will have a good life, and you can see it every now and again. But you work for us. But you work for us. And uh, Hyun Soo, the uh, K-pop star, he is creeping onto her like hardcore. He is looking at her through cameras and taking photos, writing notes. Making this is notes. how many times she's been to the toilet. Figures out her favorite colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone's laughing at him. They're like, ooh. And he's like, I just want a promotion, guys. Stop it. And they're like, oh, you're a dickhead. Um, and I, I agree. I have to agree with him. He is a dickhead. Um, but she is... she. Th- the whole point of the agency and the program is they need to find a cover for her to find something she's good at. Yeah. And it turns out she's not good at much. Like, yeah. She sucks at cooking. She sucks at um, doing ballet. Apparently, she's like, okay at drama. She's okay at acting. Yeah. And they're like, man, what are you good at? Like, you're shit at everything that doesn't involve killing people. Which is... Really what they want, really. Well, okay, so at this point, I really like the bit that they're, they're, they're setting it up, that she is a hardcore assassin. There's this great bit when a group of girls are having like a kendo fight and um, there's this, this other girl, the rival. There's this other chick. They definitely set that woman up as a rival. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's got a, like hardcore punchable face as well. Her name is uh, Kim Soon, I think, um, in the movie. And she is fighting another girl. And she is beating the shit she out of the other the crap girl. Out of her. Yeah, with Kendo. Is is it that? Is it the girl that, like? Yeah, the girl that eventually does a, a mission. They're, they're the kind of friends. Yeah, yeah. So this uh, this Kim Soon chick, she's the bully. She beats the shit out of this chick, and then she's wailing on her when she's on the floor. And then she looks at uh, Suki. She's trying to get a rise out of it because she knows they're friends. Yeah, and she she knows Suki is kind of like the alpha dog, the alpha dog with the weapons and stuff. So she's like, "Come on, take me on, bitch." Um, and she goes to like hit her from behind, and Suki just the uh, you know a league of their own shit, where she just like without even looking just grabs this kendo stick, and then she gets her own stick, and then like immediately she's like Suki is just on on top, she's smashing the shit out of this chick, and eventually just nails her, 
and all the other guys, the guys in the suits that are watching with K-pop star, they're just like, damn, like she's the real deal. She's for real. Also, I don't, I don't know if we mentioned it before, but while she was in the facility, she has the plastic surgery. Yes. Because so, the look of her pre being in the facility and her now is dramatically different. Is it dramatically different? I think so. It's completely what? different nose. Is it complete? It's the same girl though, but just yeah. with like a yeah. different yeah. face. I think she has a fake nose in the early scenes. Oh yeah? So do you think that maybe she had surgery for real? No. No. No, no, no. I think that they put a prosthetic nose on her in the early scenes. Oh, and then just took it off. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I think it's a good job. Anyway. It's a good job with the prosthetics? Well, the makeup, the whole look, the whole, this is a completely different person. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. Well, they've all got such heavy makeup on it. Yeah, it's like, hard to yeah, tell. It's hard to tell. Everybody's very stylish, but ev- super fake looking in this film. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the whole point, right? They made yeah. him out to be kind of like just another faceless assassin kind yeah. of thing. You know, the thing that annoyed me the most about um, Suki is that she is, in her actions when she's fighting and killing people, she's fucking badass. And she's a very good actor, though. No, but that's the thing, is that when she's not fighting or killing people, she is so boring. Like, yeah. so bland. Yeah. She is just like a... Well, they never really give her any time to breathe. Like, as soon as she's out, she's getting harassed by our favorite K-pop star. <laughs> and, well, like, she's never really given a chance to sort of, you know, it's always interacting with other yeah, people. Yeah, but she's given time with a kid and stuff. Like, there's a few bits where they could have made her be charming, like, actually got me on her side, but I'm never, I never, I'm never on her side, really. No, because she has no personality. She never smiles. She's you don't know what her killer. motivation is. And I just, just, I don't like saying this, but we've got to go back a little bit. During her time in the facility... It's also intercut with a bunch of, like... Like flashbacks? Flashbacks to her training with, like, stuff, her dad getting killed. Like, there is so much of it. There is so many flashbacks. There's a, there's a lot of flashing back and flashing forward, and it's it, if you're not paying attention, it can be tricky to sort of what happened there. Like, if you look away for a second, all of a sudden, they're just like, what? Are they flashing back? Are they flashing forward? Is this happening right now? Well, it's let, kind of just, tricky. Let's just uh, establish her backstory because I'm not going to keep going flashback every time they do a goddamn no, flashback. Let's just get it, let's get it done now. So she, before uh, she went and killed all those guys at the beginning, she was uh, married to a guy called Jung Sang. Only briefly, like a couple of days or something. Yeah, he, what is he? He's like a handler as well. He's like some kind of assassin teacher. I think he's... A, crime boss slash I don't know. military he's not legit like no. I don't think he's like part of the, the government no 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 um, but she, he, she has never had a relationship with a stable 9 to 5 guy it's always these no. bad, bad boys literally bad boys yeah this guy is a bad guy <laughs> he looks pretty sweet though he's a good looking guy he's 2000s fit mm. that mustache looks, is like mm, he's, he's got, 1990s he, he's got a good game he's got a good game he reminds me a lot of Jitaro so Jitaro, oh, So he, so it opens like, and the thing is, it's not all in sequence. But we'll go, we will go in sequence. We'll go in sequence, yeah. So the flashbacks aren't all in sequence, but what we can tell is that she, her dad, and this other guy were were tight. Yeah. They went camping. There was like a gem or a crystal or something. Diamond, let's say diamond. There was mm. a diamond. He said, "One day when you get married, I'm, you, her dad said, one day when you get married, you're going to get this.'" I think that dude double crosses her dad. Her dad's friend. Yeah. Yep. Because we definitely see his face, so we know yeah. he did it. But we don't see another guy's face. They go into his house. She's hiding under the bed. They kill her dad and they smash his head open with a sledgehammer. Oh man, this bit was brutal. Yep. This is brutal. She's hiding under the bed. And uh, they go in and you only see their feet. Well, you see her dad kneeling, but you only see the other guys from like the waist down. Yeah. And he just gets stabbed to shit. And then he's on the ground smiling at her. 
And then the next thing, I didn't expect this. The next thing is just a sledgehammer coming down on his face. Yeah. yeah it's just like, shit, man. Brutal. Yeah, it was super brutal. Anyway, so she gets, does she get taken at that point? Uh, yeah, they they find her and then they, um, I wonder they're They're going to do her. something, they're, they're going to do something to her, I think. They threaten her mm-hmm. um, and that's when the guy is kind of like, no, no, I'm going to, well, she doesn't know, so. Oh, actually, I don't know what happens then. They they do find her. I don't know what happens, but somehow she ends up with Jung Sang. Well, there's a bit where he's gonna, she's gonna get, like, it looks like a pedo thing's gonna happen, and that's where he comes in and she he kills some dude. But he, there's something earlier than that as well. Like I don't know where who's. Ah, it's hard to say, but she ends up with Jung Sang, who's yep. the 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 first handler, the the handsome dude. Yep. Um. As like as a young girl, he's raising her, and he's yeah. like, "You belong to me." Like, yeah, I'm there's a bit me. where he's like telling some, he's got some guy sitting in a chair, and he's like, "If she can put the gun together and shoot you in the head first, you have to kill her if you want to live." That was pretty good. There's, there's her and uh, like some I don't know <laughs> some like two bit crook, and in front of the girl and in front of this guy uh, is like a pistol that's in pieces, and it's like the guy's like, "Are you serious?" Like, yeah, man. If you make this gun and you shoot her, you're free to go, and uh, and the chick. Totally beats him. Oh, yeah. Smashes him. But doesn't kill him. She can't shoot him. Uh, and then just as the other guy's finishing his gun and goes to shoot her, uh, Jung Sang blows him away. And he's like, you're dead now. You know, you belong to me. Yeah. And I guess that's where her training starts. And then there's a bit where she's older. And she, I think she finds the dude who killed her dad, like the other guy. Yeah, her dad's friend. Yeah, her yeah. dad's friend. Um, and she's she stabs him. She throws a knife into his back. He runs into a, a like a stable. Yeah. And then she goes, "Don't follow me in here. Don't follow me. Ah ha ha!" And he's got a bunch of dudes in there, and they tie her up. Yeah. And then he, the guy, rescues him, her again. Yeah. Jung Sang actually shows up and rescues her from all of these guys. Yeah. And he's the one that kills them all. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that that's her backstory. She comes obviously from a broken home. Uh, it's very difficult for her, and she's obviously had uh, what do you call it when you fall in love with your captor? Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm syndrome. Um, I think anyway, because you don't know if he's kind of sorta. I yeah, guess. he's not her captor, I guess, but he saved her. But he's also like he doesn't let her go, and he's training her to do things like put put guns together and shoot. Yeah, people. yeah, yeah. So she's just, definitely brainwashed at some point along here. Like not brainwashed, brainwashed, but you know, trained in a certain way. Yeah, trainwashed. 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 There you go. You heard it here, folks. Asian action cast. I coined that. It's my new movie. Yeah. 2018. Trainwashed. Scar Bishop. Trainwashed. Watch it here. So Jung Sang. But something happens though. He dies, or because she she loses her shit and she's like, "My husband's dead." So okay. So um, they go have a wedding. After their wedding, they're doing. They're like, he's called away. They're like. Oh, I've got to go and like someone's been kidnapped. Someone's been held. Yeah, that guy, like the offsider. He has like a friend that he's introduced for five minutes, and then yeah. he's got to go rescue him. Apparently, he gets killed. Like the offsider? He's, no, or? no, no. Um, he he does. Oh, Jung Sang gets killed. Jun Sang gets killed. Yeah. Um, they show her a mangled corpse, and then she swears vengeance. Oh, and that's when she goes. And after. she and he's trying to talk her out of like the offsider is trying to talk her out of going, but not really talking her out of going. And that's reverse psychology. Yeah, and and that's where she she is led to the place where she kills all those dudes at the very beginning oh, of the movie. So she thinks that they're the dudes that killed her yeah, husband. But what's interesting there is that's also where the hard drive gets stolen. Yes. Right. Okay. So so and they say someone went in there after. Someone went in after her. Yeah. And stole the meth in the hard drive. Oh, okay. 
So, so it seems was, like a setup. She was a smokescreen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that that is what's led up to her being this hardcore badass. And at this point, she is just before before they tell her she's pregnant, she's like, "Just kill me!" Like she's over it. Yeah, everything was over. And then the agency gives her a purpose, and they're like, "We'll train you, but you got to just kill people." Or you, yeah. get to go you, you give us targets. a decade, and you can be free. Yeah, yeah. It's good at tempting off. Ten years. Yeah, man, I've been at my job more than ten years. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get your long service leave. <laughs> You get three months respite, and then you're back here, motherfucker. Yep. Yeah, that's how it works. You never no pension go. for you. Yeah. Never get out. Yep. Uh, so then she eventually uh, gets an assignment, and she takes it. And she's told if she gets this assignment, she'll still work for them, but she won't have to be in the facility anymore. She can live yes. with a kid outside in the real world. So she goes and she lives in this town. And no, 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 no. Let's do the. Let's do it. Oh, we. Oh man. Okay, go. At this point, the movie kind of. Screeches to a little No, 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 no. We're missing a really good scene. Oh, which one? The scene that earns her her freedom. The scene with the samurai dude and motorcycles. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, you forgot that whole sequence. I totally did. That's the best, one of the best sequences in the movie. Okay, yeah, you take it. Go. All right, so to earn her freedom to live on the outside, she has to kill this dude. She goes into the house. She sneaks in with a gun and she fights some dude who's dressed in a, like a nighty, I guess, but it's actually a yukata. And he's got a samurai sword and they're all thrown down on these it's steps. A good fight scene. Yeah, they're rolling down some stairs and like it's real good. She's fighting him with two two short knives, like two knives, two yeah, long yeah. knives, and he's fighting her with the katana. It's going back and forth a bit and then bam, he gets killed. Who's watching? The daughter. That's when one of the flashbacks happened. The flashbacks are all triggered by stuff that she sees or does during the like this sequence. Oh, it's a wakizashi. Wakizashi yeah. is a short katana. So she's they're all fight like so they fight for a bit and then the kid sees her. She has a flashback and has a freak out, which gives them enough time for his like crew yeah. to find him and she runs away, gets on a motorbike, and then they chase her. They're on, all on motorbikes. On motorbikes, and it's yeah. a samurai sword fight on motorbikes. It's real good. This is amazing. Like I don't know what they've done, but they must have strapped a GoPro to like a stuntman on a bike or something. I think her bike at some stage of the fight is on a trolley. In the bits where it's uh, like a tight shot of her fighting guys, then yeah, you can't see the front wheel, so definitely because they'd have to keep it stable. Mm-hmm. But like in one shot, the camera goes from behind her down to wheel level goes under her bike and around the other side and i know that they did that to make you go how the fuck did they do that it's very impressive looking and the fight sequence is very impressive as well there's swords going everywhere people getting flicked off bikes yeah bikes getting pushed into the side because they're in a subway tunnel at some point and the guys getting sliced up and diced you know, a lot of these podcasts, you guys say, oh, this scene, how to the stunt man? And there's, I don't think there's too many crazy stunts in this one, but there's a scene where a guy just like flies off the bike into the wall. It's like, ooh. Yeah, yeah. hail to the stunt man. That stunt woman, because she does, like her face is in all of that shit. So she is all over it. scenes where it's like visceral, like just slamming into wall and there's on rails. It's like, ugh, this brutal. Is the, this that. is the bit that I don't like, right? Like it's, it's nothing to do with the action scene because it was magnificent, but... Like, she goes from being a crazy badass woman to then just being, like, this just like this no-personality shell. Yeah. Well, she's know? only got one setting, and that setting is balls to the wall. Yeah. Or off. Well, just, yes. Yeah, when she's off, she's off. But it's just, yeah. But that is a freaking awesome chase. Yeah, so, so they go on. Like, one dude gets hit by a car. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's great. Like, someone nearly gets hit by a truck. And then to escape, because the police... Because she's also being chased by cars at this point. To escape the police in the cars, she drives off the side of a bridge. Yeah, and yeah. And she does a really good, like, 
pin drop. Pin drop. Oh, it's yeah. so good. This bridge. Yeah, that was a good action scene. It's probably one of the best chase sequences that we've seen, actually. Yeah, I would I would put it up there. Yeah. Isn't when she surfaces, she sort of triggers another flashback. Yeah, man, they're all, it's all flashbacks. It's all flashbacks. That's why we got the whole flashbacks out of the way. Okay. So they're done. So after she does that mission, that's when she gets her, her chance at freedom. Her chance to actually go and live like a normal life. Yeah. Um, but she's on a mission. We don't know what her mission is. All we know is that there will be a target. Um, but when, as soon as she's off and out, she shows up at like an apartment block in some town. Yeah, it looks like a shitty apartment yeah. block. And immediately runs into Mr. K-pop. Like, <laughs> this guy just shows up and he's like... Oh, we're all... both moving into the same apartment oh, building at the same time. They're like all bumbling. He comes, on, comes off real strong too. Oh, so hard. He's macking so hard. And he's just like, it's not really working. Because immediately she's really jealous. Oh, not Sorry, not jealous. She's really Skeptical. suspicious. She's like, who is this guy? So she calls the um she calls her boss and she's like, Hey, can I get like a like a background check on this guy? And he thinks he's doing all right. And he goes, Hey, did you see what I was doing to the boss? Yeah, everybody everything's being filmed constantly. Yeah. And the boss is like, uh, yeah, you're doing shit because she's suspicious of you. She's asked for this well, check. Wouldn't stuff. you be suspicious? Oh, the guy he's just trying so hard. The problem that, that okay, so this is another issue I have with this film is that these people have been nothing but terrible to her. Like the agency have been nothing but terrible to her the entire time. And yet she trusts them all the time. I think it's yeah. dangling that carrot of the 10 years. Yeah, I don't know. It just, it, I just, she Ten just years? seems to trust them. Yeah, well, she's got her kid with her and her kid's got to be like three or four at this yeah. point. Um, so, so she's already five years into the plan, I guess. I guess. I don't know. Maybe they meant 10 years after you get out and actually start working. I don't think it's a thing you actually ever get out of. I think it's all lies. Yeah, that's just like uh, Australian Idol. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Once you're in, you're in. Too bad. Um, so, but then, uh, you know, and this is where everything just kind of takes forever. Uh, it becomes like a K-pop. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm going to stop saying K-pop. What's a K-drama? Let, let, me, let me just uh, say this in, in case people Strong think you're being Boon, weird here. The guy we're talking about as being Mr. K-pop, pretty sure he's been in a few K-pop videos. Yeah, Hyun Soo. So <laughs> we're gonna. I'm sorry, his real name is Sung Jun. So yes, you're justified in saying that. Yeah. Well, he looks like Mr. K-pop, and this whole man, like this whole dramatic. He sequence. goes from suit wearer, like at at the office with all the dudes in the. And again, this is this is the other thing I don't understand. Like, is he there just to keep tabs on her? Because they've got cameras everywhere. So why do they need to keep tabs on her? Like, why do they need a person? I got it. Oh, oh! You just dropped a can. It's back. Um, and I think I think so. It's like, hey, you know, just stop like, her going off the rails a little yeah, bit. Give her a, a little bit of home, homeliness here. Yeah. yeah, but I just it's it's just really weird. To yeah, me. there's it's, no reason for him to be there. Not really. She is in constant contact with the chief, and he has to be deceptive in like pretending to be someone and falling in love with her. Like, why can't they just go? He's your handler. Pretend to be married. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing like, wrong with that. Yeah. Big, oh, if if they need someone to look married, why, yeah. Like it doesn't. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It seems like they just want to pay some dude's salary for no apparent reason. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of get it. Like because they're playing off each other. The chief knows them both. He's working with them both, but they don't. Both don't know that. Well, he knows that she's well, part knows, of the program. She, she doesn't know. I think it's just to manufacture this bullshit melodrama Yeah, where like, oh, you've been hiding things from me. Oh, you know, it's like True Lies, but a really bad version of True Lies. Yeah, so, the movie kind of screeches to a halt for about 50 minutes. Here. Oh, you know what, man. You know what would have been better? <laughs> what? Because him working for the agency doesn't really add much of anything apart from that, like, double cross later on. Yeah. 
it would have been better if she'd actually fallen in love with a neighbor. With an actual neighbor? With her actual neighbor. With her actual neighbor. It would have worked way better as a as a romantic. Like, taking out that tension of his, he's lying to her, taking out that tension makes him at the during that bit way better. Or what you mean, like, um, not actually letting us know that he was a... Yeah, yeah. like, either doing it that way or just playing it completely straight, not having yeah. him work for the agency oh, at all. man. See, we should stop making better films than what we're watching. Yeah. Like, if, if I may just quickly play the devil's advocate here and I'm not excusing this big dramatic subplot here I see what they were trying to do and I know why they chucked it in there it just I think it went on for a bit too long and they could have been a little less hammy oh man it went on forever the problem uh, the other problem is they wanted to hit all the beats of a, of a relationship melodrama in a movie right yeah. in a movie like this you wouldn't put it all in the one spot no you would drag it out but she can't meet him till she leaves so it's already 40 minutes into the movie before oh. they can meet so they put all of it in the same half an hour block so it's just half an hour of that they oh, don't bullshit yeah they don't really they, they cut it with one action sequence yep. and it's only a three second action sequence you know you, you see it like they're, they're humanizing this cold-blooded killer and blah 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 and she's got the daughter and all that and you see what they're trying to do, but it's like... Ugh. I don't want to see him walking in the rain, carrying umbrellas, and I will wait for you. Oh, wow, I guess you're not the guy I threw you at. Hey, it's a big umbrella, right? It's bullshit. Yeah, it's built for two. It's bullshit. <laughs> but anyway, so they... Like, I don't know. Like, it feels... This feels eternally long, but at the same time, that kid doesn't age and they're getting married. I don't know yeah. what's going on there. Yeah, that, yeah, the timeline is all wrong. You got mail in my sleepless in Seattle. Here comes Harry. It's, <laughs> here comes Harry. Here comes Harry. It's, it's, yeah. Anyway, so we, there you go. We've just saved you like half an hour of your life. Yeah. Just so, don't watch that bit. So just back to the it. action. There is one action sequence. There's one action sequence, and I think we should hit on it. Yes. Because it comes to a point later on that I want to bring it up again. Um, so she she's called away to do a mission with a, another girl that got out of the... It's her friend from yeah, her the friend. agency. Yeah, her friend yeah, from yeah. the agency. They're playing like... Her less competent friend. Escorts or... They're not really... They are geishas. Geisha, man, that's Korea. I know it's Korea, but they're in like a... It, it, it looks like a Japanese place and they're dressed up kind of like cosplaying. geishas. They're cosplaying, I guess. Yeah. And there's guys that look like Yakuza guys or yeah. like they steal, guys. They steal one of their phones and they upload... They download all the data off it. Yeah. And then they get caught. That was a great moment when she, she got, gets the data off and comes out and she realizes that the two guys have got a knife to the other girl's throat. And she's like, ah, gigs up. Yep. Yeah. And then it's stabbing time. It's stabbing time. She's got her, um, she got this hard drive in a ball that's in her Like hairpin. a jade ball. And Scott, you mentioned as soon as you saw the hair. Call it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to someone's neck. It's going to someone's neck. And it did. And it totally did. Yeah. <laughs> it was a hairpin. It was like a knife. Yeah, a knife hairpin. So it was it was multifunction. It was yes. a bit of a Swiss Army <laughs> a Swiss Army hairpiece. Uh, it had a that's where the hard drive, like where the downloadable hard it's drive like a ball. Yeah, like the jade ball, ball actually was a thumbstick. Yeah, and it also contained a needle blade. Yes, and you can probably get them like a twenty pack of those on Alibaba for like. Yep. Yeah. Maybe we should. Maybe we should all start wearing them. <laughs> Just in case we. Uh, end Just up in case we house. need to act as geisha at some point. Yeah, no, that's right. Infiltrate an enemy base. That would work well for our international uh, warriors mm-hmm. agency. Yes. Angel plan. That's right. <laughs> Just like my buttons that explode. Yes, your buttons that explode. Don't leave my home perm with, that's impervious. Don't leave home without them. Impervious perm. Mm-hmm. And Christian's double denim. Impervious. <laughs> impervious. <laughs> As Mike would say, anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> we do need someone to keep us on track. Yeah. Um, so some stabbing happens. Shout out, Michael. 
and but, man, uh, the friend gets a bit. Yeah, the, the the friend gets a knife through the neck through, and you see it all the way through to the all other the way side, through the neck. and you're like, oh! And she carries, and she's then she, the main character stabs the hell out of the last dude. <laughs> yeah, they they get out, and then they don't take the other girl to a hospital. They're like, and this is your I'm fault, so, Suki. I'm surprised the girl is still alive. She yeah. had a knife through her throat. She's like, take him to the hospital, and they're like, we need the data. Take a hospital. It's too late. And she just dies. Yeah, but they don't just let her die. They go, well, whose fault is it that she's dead? It's your yeah, fault. It's your fault. I'm like, it's like no, it's not. If she did not. a better job, maybe you wouldn't be in this predicament. But she dies straight away, so they couldn't have taken her to the hospital anyway. Nah, no she point. was dead. She yeah. had a knife in the neck, man. Well, unless she realized, oh, these fuckers aren't taking me to the hospital. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> May as well give up now. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think you could survive getting a knife through the throat. If it missed all your arteries and yeah. stuff and your veins and... Yeah, I guess, in your, yeah. In your spinal column. I guess you're winning the murder lottery at that point. Oh, yeah. You're like, oh, I did well. Yeah. <laughs> I get to live. Yeah. Nah, um, she didn't do so good. No, she didn't. Um, so the other thing I wanted to point out, though, is damn, she was skinny. The friend. Yeah. Like when she was dressed as a geisha, she looked like, she looked skinny as hell. Uh, she did not look like, she, she looked like someone who probably shouldn't be an assassin and it was proven during that fight because she did nothing. Oh, yeah. And um, she she was just kicked against the wall pretty much straight away. Uh, that's what happens, man, when you lose too much fluids too quickly, you know, when you're trying to meet weight. Just, yeah, man, she got her. She she was probably 40 kilos. Yeah. A 40 kilo lady isn't, even with a knife, ain't going to do much that's, to a big that's man. That's called 2005 fit. 2005 fit. It's called, it's called 1990s fit, heroin chic. <laughs> <laughs> heroin chic. Anyway, so yeah, so she goes. She's all sad. She goes and sit, like so. The main character is all sad and goes and sits in a shower. And she gets comforted by her new man, who was who, because they were get they were about to get it on. Remember, yeah. When she was called away, she was about to get oh, it that on. That was the him. mission. That was yeah. the mission. And like, and so he looked after the kid, and you know, she, you know, con- he consoled her, which is literally what he tells the kid in the morning. Yeah. And then they're all like, "All right, okay, man. I guess we're going to get married." So then they're married the next day. You're forgetting a very crucial line. Please tell me. Says. I'm full and sleepy. <laughs> that kid does say I'm full and sleepy. And just walks off to bed. Is like, oh man, I want to do that now. That sounds great. <laughs> oh man, this freaking kid is talking with a mouthful of rice, and I the assume whole time. it's supposed to be cute, but it's just it just looks shit. disgusting. I'm and, full and I'm sleepy. Yeah. I'm full and sleepy, and all I wanted to say is, in two years' time, everybody's going to be calling you fatty. <laughs> Rough. I just kept reminding me of Phantom Menace. I'm like, go away. Go away. <laughs> I don't like you. You're a bad child actor. Oh, and the haircut oh. on that kid, Jesus. I know. Who horrible. did that to that child? That you was know like, what? I, I kind of thought it was f- funny. Like, it's not this cute, adorable kid. It's this little shit, you know, this little fat shit. It's like, ah, it's kind of funny. He's going to get it. They're going to be uh, like, oh, that's sad. And, oh, man, that kid gets it. Yeah. Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so now they've they've established that um you know the the two main characters Suki and uh, what's the other guy K-pop Jang uh, Hyun Soo are actually in a relationship and they get yeah. married and they're getting married so they're, they're you know they're keeping up pretenses and uh, obviously they're keeping tabs on each other except that um, Suki doesn't know that he's part of the agency um, but he's still reporting to the chief um, and that's when uh, when she's getting married that's when she gets her next mission. Yep. In is, in her wedding dress while she's sitting there. Yeah. Oh, and the rival shows up. The, the rival's rival like, goes, oh, um, well done. <laughs> aren't, you, aren't you fancy pants? Good job with that last mission, am I right? I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Awkward. Any opportunity to have a dig. <laughs> she's like, yeah, it's time to take a selfie. And then she actually takes a selfie. She's like, smile, bitch. Um, but she's in a wedding dress and they call her away. I'm going to ask a question. Yeah, Does what? anyone else get like Trinity from the Matrix vibe from that the rival? The rival, yes. I yeah. got that. Yeah, I yeah, got, that, got that She had the same kind of hair. Yeah, very Carrie Ann Moss. 
Um, not as cool, though. No, nowhere not near as cool. As cool. Um, but yeah, so Suki is in a wedding dress and she's in the bathroom. And she puts together a... Um, oh, what is this, a toilet? Yeah, it's a big-ass toilet. It's a really nice toilet. Yeah, super nice. I love her, I love her putting together the gun, though. It's like in a waterproof bag in the cistern. It reminded me a lot of Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. I haven't seen it. Haven't you? No, There's I a shot those with the main character, and she's a girl. She's also got a sniper rifle in a dress, and she's shooting out a window. Similar, similar um, shot. I, you know when you said that's a good, good shot? Mm-hmm. It was a very similar shot. Right. Ghost Protocol. She's standing on the top of the toilet, and the whole dress is flowing down to the floor in this yeah. magnificent toilet. It's like well, yeah. bathroom, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, Cheetah. Good shot. Yeah. Lavatory. Poop. Yeah. Probably. Probably smelt. Yeah. If we were watching I thought it would be funny if she was like balancing on the toilet and hear this. Man, I gotta go. <laughs> Just wait a minute. Wait a minute. Anyway, so she's got to take this shot, right? And then she starts to try and take the shot and she realizes it's, it's the dude who, her ex-husband, well not ex-husband, her dead husband who died. Yeah. But it's, he's alive. Jung Jung Sang. Sang. Wearing sunglasses. And she manages to miss hitting him. But hit the sunglasses. sunglasses. It's amazing. It's a great shot. She does shoot, shoot a few people, though. Oh, she yeah. There's a lot of people hurt. Half muscles, like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to give me a Charlie horse. <laughs> it's going to leave a mark. Um, so she, she screws it up. She misses him. And, and she goes and gets married. Yeah, well, she's like, who is that guy? Um, and she, she knows who it is. She's crying when she's getting married. Yeah, well, she's asking the chief if they know who it is. Yeah, but yeah. she knows. Yeah, she knows. It, it's her ex. Well, not her ex actually, because they're still married, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, and then there's like a drama sequence, and that guy comes back into her life because she thinks he, you know, he knows who she is. He's an idiot, not an idiot. Yeah, he figures it out essentially. Yeah. Um, and then he starts to play her. Yeah. Well, so he has one of his henchmen record her K-pop boyfriend, her K-pop husband now, like. Talking to the chief, yeah, and he sends that to her, and then she's all crying, and she and she's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe it! He's actually in on this." Yeah, um, I can't trust anything. Everything's lie, and that's when she decides to um, betray the agency. Yeah, and she sends a message back to uh, Jung Sang, and she says, "They're sending my rival to come kill you. They're sending someone to come yeah. kill you." And so the chick shows up, and there's just like all these guns. I don't really understand this. So the thing that she has that's explosive is a lie, or is she just un- she's too afraid to kill herself and everybody else? Um, I think what happened was she was ready to do it, and then yeah, Jung Sang is such a cool ass, cold motherfucker. Couldn't, she, she couldn't do it. She couldn't do it. He she couldn't blow up his pretty face. He's too beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I could see that. His I would have that features. problem too. Yeah. Well, with me, if it was Sampo, Pirate Sampo, mm-hmm. I'd be like, yeah, I'm not going to kill you. You're too beautiful to too die. Beautiful. What's the movie of uh, Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones? The Men in Black? Yeah, it's like... It's like chung. Yeah, that's what it looks like. It looks like the Men in Black button. Yeah, it does. It looks like a... Uh, what's that? A neuralizer? Yeah. So anyway, she gets the crap kicked out of her. She's... Like, that girl's... She, I actually think she's dead at this point because they're just beating the shit out of her. Well, they get, but they bring her back later to make that... Oh, point. yeah, they do. Yeah. But I was just making the point. Well, she's getting tortured. Like, she's getting tortured pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think it gets a bit hazy here what actually happens. What happens to Suki? Suki gets taken in by the agency, doesn't she? Mm. And uh, Yeah, I'll... but she hasn't done anything yet. She has, she has to do something first, right? Hey. Well, she disappears, some... but she doesn't do anything, does she? Except for help the, help the bad guys capture that woman. Uh, yeah, so they capture the woman, and the agency are taking Suki for, I guess, Questioning or, or something. Questioning, yeah, some shit. And that's when... Um, uh, what's his name? Um, 
Jun Sang, he shows up on a motorbike, and mm-hmm. that's when he rescues her from. He shoots the, the chief, but doesn't kill her. Yeah, he shoots the chief. She manages to escape, and uh, uh, Suki manages to escape as well, mm-hmm. and gets back to her her hotel just in time. And I have to say, this is the moment <laughs> when I was like, "All right, let's it's back on. Yeah, it's back on. Yeah, yeah. It, it, this whole sequence has probably been like thirty five, forty minutes, and yeah. it's been boring as hell. Oh, it's been drama the whole way, like super melodrama. Mm-hmm. It's just been like literally. I can't believe he did this. Where, where, where? Oh my gosh. Do you really love me? I don't know. Interspersed by her being a bad actor on like in some oh. community play. Yeah. Oh, it's horrible. It's, it's just... terrible. The whole thing is terrible. Yeah. It's cheap and it's like, oh, I thought I was watching TV. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. But this is where shit gets real. Because yeah. she shows up to her apartment and all of a sudden there's an explosion and leaping out of the goddamn window <laughs> is Mr. K-pop. He holding her, her child. Holding her child. On fire. Hyun Soo leaps out of the building and his legs are on fire because the explosion has kind of half engulfed him. And he flies out of the window in slow motion. And he's on what, like the fifth floor? Yeah, it's pretty high. It's pretty high. He's on the fifth floor of this hotel and he's flying. He's like <laughs> flying sideways in slow motion and she's like chasing him in slow motion. And he's just... And I just thought, man, you ever see The Departed? Uh, yeah, when Martin Sheen lands on the ground and it's just like this bucket of blood just explodes. Nothing happens like that. I though. thought that was going to happen, but it wasn't instead, that high. Instead, well, it's five, five, five stories, and he jumps out and he lands on the ground and he's just like thud, and uh, and her kid is like on top of him, and he doesn't die straight away. He's kind of like Arr! all messed up, and she she picks up her kid and she's like, wake up, wake up. No, that that kid is dead. And the kid is dead. Kids yeah, that, like I have to admit, I didn't expect the kid to be dead, but sort at the like, same time, I kind of wanted I it to be dead. I didn't expect the kid to die either. The the husband and the kid land, like say, I'm like ten meters in front of her. She's yeah. running. She gets pretty close. What's yeah. she gonna catch them? Yeah, man, she's it's a superhero. Like, yeah, oh, I guess if she got there first, be dead. She no, but the thing, the, like she, like you've got to expect that she's not thinking rationally because that explosion that propelled them would have liquefied their insides anyway. <laughs> yeah, like they're right. dead. Yeah, what's that? What, what's it called? The hurt box. Hurt Locker? Yeah, the one. Yeah. No, that's not. No, that's the movie. Yeah. No, the actual blast is. Oh yeah. You the, know what I mean? The like, blast radius and yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So you got to you got to open your mouth. I don't know if you guys know that. You got to keep your mouths open when there's an explosion, because what happens is if you keep your mouth closed, it could rupture your lungs inside. Breathe that fire. Yeah. Well, I mean, the explosion will probably kill you anyway, but in the off chance it doesn't, so don't go. <gasps> keep your mouth. No, keep your mouth open. No, keep your mouth open. Breathe in all that fire. Smoke. Uh, keep it open. All right. All right. Just Thank promise me if you're ever in an explosion, keep your mouth open. All right. All right. And that if runs. you come rescue me. Yeah. Oh, well. We'll see. Right. Um, I might be too slow. I'll be in slow motion. <laughs> no. So he, 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 well, okay. So my first question was when that happened, I was like, who did that? Conveniently enough. Yeah. They answered like, that question within three seconds. Yeah. I was like, who did that? And she gets, so she, she, can't save her kids. She can't save the dude. She asked the um, K-pop. She's like, who did this? He's and dying. He's, he can't he's, say anything. He's dead. He goes, what? <laughs> and then uh, she gets picked up by the, the chief, her chief. Yeah, well, she goes to the chief's place. Yeah, she goes guy. to... Oh, yeah. Again, like, none of this... She The chief works in a place filled with assassins and machine guns and... They don't explain how she gets in there. That could have been a nice fight to, sequence. To be they, fair. Could have, they could have done that one, but no, they, she, she just shows up. To be fair, the, the room the chief is in looks like this weird off-side closet room. It's not like... Then how did she find her? I don't know, but it's like it's like a couple of monitors and a keyboard and she's sitting there by herself. It's like, oh, she must have... It's, not, it's the closet as opposed to the, the yeah. grand room, you know? Yeah. 
And then she, she's like, what happened? And she's like, click, check this out. Check this. <laughs> oh, she yeah. shows the whole thing. Check she this tape out. Chief. She's like, you're the one that did it. Uh, and the chief's like, no. And then they show this whole flashback. Oh, we should describe this, though. It's yeah, it's pretty cool. good. You want to take it? No, I'll take it. Okay, so there's, there's a, <laughs> a, I'll take a little bit of it. So there's, there's like, sweet-ass polo man who's, like, the offsider to the bad guy. Yeah. And he's he, he traps him in, the, in their apartment. Well, so um, K-pop walks into the apartment holding uh, the kid, mm-hmm. and as he walks into the apartment, he gets like a sledgehammer to the ribs. Yeah, sledgehammer seems to be the mo of this crew. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. And, and like, so they've got him down, and they're like, "Oh, you know, we're going to kill you." And in the background, the woman they've tortured, who I thought was probably dead, is making a bomb. Yeah, they got uh, Suki's rival to make this bomb for him. Yep, and um, he's like, he starts to beg for the kid's life. He doesn't beg for his own life, which I thought was pretty tops. Yeah, yeah. Begs for the kid's life, saying, "This kid's actually your boss's kid." Yeah, yeah. And that, like, that's how you know that guy's real evil because he's like, he don't care about his own kid. Yeah. They made him super double evil. Well, so the they made sh- they made him Cambodian pedophile evil. <laughs> that's Burmese, actually. It's Burmese. Burmese. It yeah. was Burmese. Okay. Rambo was Burmese. All right. Uh, the, what happened was the um, the henchman guy, the turtleneck henchman guy, when oh, he Myanmar, finds out, shall we? Myanmar. Huh? Myanmar. 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 Uh, Laos. No, it was Burma. Yep. It was definitely Burma. All right. Yeah. Um, so th- this henchman guy, he it actually gives him pause to hear that it's his boss's kid. He's like, yeah, he's like, mm. Mm. and he's talking on the phone. You don't hear what's being said, but the expression on his face is kind of like, I don't think he liked what he heard. Yeah. I don't think anyone was kind of cool with what he said. Yeah. But essentially he says, well, if you kill the kid, you can live. Yeah, well, I don't know if that was just the henchman saying yeah, that. Yeah, Because yeah. we don't know what the boss actually said. Yeah, they that seems that. pretty brutal. Yeah, so the henchman like drops a knife and he's like, you do it, let you go. Uh, and that's when K-pop takes you know, a moral stance. He's like, no, I'm not going to kill the kid. I'm going to fight you. So he fights him and he's winning. Like, he's winning. He's actually pretty well trained, it looks like. He's not yeah. just a suit. No. And um, he's winning pretty good and then another dude hits him in the back of the head with a pipe. Yeah, because <laughs> this is never a fair fight. It's never a fair fight. Come I'm on, not allowed man. to have a fair fight it's in these things. It's crime. And so the lady finishes the bomb and then they shoot her in the head. Oh, well, she's like, oh, you do what you ask me. You can let, you, you let me go now? They're like, no. What are you thinking? No. Yeah, what the hell's going on? So I want to point out something here, right? This is something that bothered me once this had happened a couple of times. Suki is an excellent assassin. Like, I'm not taking anything away from her. But all the rest seem pretty poorly trained. Yeah. Um, yeah. That whole school seems like a waste of money. <laughs> Well, they don't give a shit. Like, one of them got stabbed in the neck, could have saved her, and they're like, nah. They don't seem very well trained at all. Like, the whole the whole premise of this film, I could, I could see that if they could be honeypots, yeah. I guess, or something like that, like spies. Possibly. But they're not using Suki like a spy. They're using her like an assassin. Well, Suki's maybe like an APS-6, and the rest are like APS-2s. Well, let's not go well, into I think that. It's, it's good, because it makes her look more badass. Though. Yeah, but it makes them it makes their levels all look terrible. Like, everybody else looks, like, pretty crappy, actually. Like, they're heroin, heroin, like, starved, like, 90s, Trinities. Like, they're all just terrible. None of them are any good. Well, that would be all their first missions as well, right? That's true. But of all the training that they've had, Suki's the only one that actually is. Is able to pull anything off. None of of the other ones have been able to pull anything off. How many times have you driven a manual car? What? How many times have you driven a manual car? Oh, like... How many times have you stored a manual car since you got your license? Since I got my license? I don't know. There you go. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's your training, right? That's my training. There you go. Yeah. Done. Think yeah. about it. I'm a manual ninja. 
All these people failing have stalled. Uh, yeah, that's right. Oh, anyway, so I just wanted to bring that up because it really bothered me because I would have liked to have seen them at least nice have segue, Scott. One, one mild success. One mild success? Like, none of them do anything apart from her. That's true, but she's the only one that actually had ninja training before. Yeah, but they've all had ninja training since. Yeah, I don't know. Their ninja training nah, they, sucks. They kind of had like cooking and, and yeah. acting and all this weird training. I feel well, like she's, they were she's, doing, a, she's a class above of the rest of them. They were doing shooting and everything. No, they're all pretty crap. Yeah, they're really not very good. <laughs> and as far as I know, the whole agency is designed for them just to get married at the end. Yeah. It's really like a glorified wife selection. Actually, it's probably a reality TV show. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, she's cast. Creeps. Yeah. Can I get a job? Oh, you're going to kill this target. It's yeah. like, eh. Because the other one that was her friend, was she the one that was trying to escape earlier? Uh, like, Because sure. there's a bit where she tries to escape and she jumps and she gets shot, blah, 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 blah. But there's another bit where someone else tries to escape and they're like... It's the big... It's like, oh, come with me. Wink, wink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So they've, they're obviously just dragging women off of the street that have done crazy crap. Yeah. Right? So they assume they're all... They've all killed or murdered people in the past, so they should. I don't know. Just they're all criminals. Well, no, maybe not criminals, but they're all. There's like fortress. They've violent. all got bombs in their necks. I don't get it. I just don't understand why they all suck apart from her. Anyway, Christopher Lambert somewhere in there. Anyway, she finds out and she decides to kill the dude. She finds out that the the old husband, dead husband, is the one that killed her child. Jung Sang. Yeah, and he's yes. gonna he's gonna go. She's gonna go and kill him. So she finds out where he's instantly. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They don't go, go into how she finds him, but yeah. she finds him straight away, and she drives a car into a building. Yeah, that was pretty cool, though. That was pretty good. That was pretty cool. And then we're in, we're into the climax here. We're into the climax. She's wearing some badass leathers. Man, she looks good. She looks real good. She's gonna fight people. She's gonna fight people. And I really like this. They've all got pistols. She, she gets out of the car. They've all got pistols. They're shooting into the car. She actually comes prepared for a change and has a machine gun. Yeah. And just starts killing all of them. Yeah. She's got like a million bullets. She yeah. Kills a whole bunch of guys. Yeah. And then she changes around. to a pistol. And yeah. I like the point that the guys go, "Oh, we're out of bullets." <laughs> yeah, they're all out of bullets. Because <laughs> Nathan, just before that happened, Nathan's like, "Man, no one reloads in these movies. All out of bullets." Done. Yay! <laughs> Nathan is. Been- she doesn't reload though. She only reloads her pistol. Yeah, she, she doesn't reload the machine gun. Yeah, it's because a big magazine, man. It's, it's probably heavy. got forty-five bullets in it's it. It probably weighs like six kilos. It probably weighs more than her. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like it's hard to carry. She yeah. can't carry that. And she's got two like wasikashis or yeah. You know? So she fights them all, and she you know she kills like a good six or seven, and then they run into another room. She has a dramatico like thing with the the dead husband. Oh yeah. And then they fight, and she kind of loses that. Uh, well, he cuts her a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and she is losing because she's I don't know emotionally crippled, I guess. Yeah. She's, yeah. He knows her buttons. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I made you. <laughs> I'm evil. Yeah. <laughs> He's like. Kind of Bill, Kill Bill. Yeah, he is Kill yeah. Bill, but he killed his own kid. He's even worse. Well, you don't know. They never, they never expressly show him making that decision. It was all done. Like his henchman was the one that kind of said it, so you don't know whether. Yeah, I still think he did it because the henchman looks sad about the whole situation. Well, they, this is where they, they reveal that he's the one that actually killed her dad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we already knew that. We yeah. figured that out oh, we years ago. Out. Yeah, straight away. Um. So and then they're they're still fighting and. He, she loses a fair bit. They fall out of a building. And yeah, this is pretty good too. There's like a good scene with of them falling and getting stuck on an air conditioner. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Then there's a guy who attacks her out with an axe, but she throws him to the ground. And yeah, again and, with like no cuts, invisible cuts. Yeah. yeah, it's all invisible cuts. It's all like, oh, there's a bit of darkness. Here's where a cut is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're on the the air conditioner on the side of a building, very much like chocolate. Actually, yeah. I said that. Um, reminiscent. Very reminiscent, and they're kicking the shit out of each other, and they both fall on top of a truck. Or a, a cab. No, you made a point. It, it was a Hyundai. 
A Hyundai, yeah. It was a, Hyundai, a hatchback. Hyundai, yeah. And, uh, and then... Um, and her, then her hench, the, his henchmen go, hey, get off of this, get out of this bus, and they kick everybody out of a bus. Yeah, Jung Sang and his henchmen go on to this pedestrian bus, I guess. Yeah. And she... She steals the car. She gets hit by a car. She gets, she gets hit, hit by, by a car, car. Which, is, which was actually I was not expecting was great. Yeah, it came out of left field. It was kind of like Meet Joe Black. It yeah. was just kind of like, boom. Um, she, you said that happens a lot, though, Scott. In, no, I said it happens oh, you a said lot. That, Nathan. But I'm only getting that from the John McHale show. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so she gets hit by the car and she survives. And she steals that car and then follows them. And the cool scene. It's very cool. It's very cool. She gets like a water bottle and pushes the accelerator down. And then kicks out the windscreen, and she is on top of the bonnet. And we're back in first person mode. Oh, we're a back a little in first bit, yeah. Mode. She's steering this car, uh, and she smashes the hat. She's still got the axe. She yeah. smashes the axe into the the bonnet of the car to keep her in in place. Yeah, and she's steering with the other arm behind her. Yeah, so she's on the she's getting ready to jump into the back of the bus. Yeah. Yeah, she's, very cool. she's a very cool action hero. And I, I said more than once that the action director, whoever directed the action, if it wasn't the actual director, needs to make an action film. Cut out all this dramatic bullshit. Just just make an action film and you yeah. will be up there with like the raid or some shit. Yeah, it's, it's it, yeah, the, the action sequences in this film I'd put up, with, up there with like the raid one. Absolutely. And I, you know what? I don't actually think like, you know, this girl who plays Suki... I don't know whether she's a legitimate... I don't think she is. I just think it's all editing. I think the editing is fantastic. And yeah. if you can make somebody who doesn't know martial arts look amazing, then you need to make an action film myself. So she jumps into the back of this bus and then there's another violent fight sequence with a lot of GoPro moving inside. around. Tight. Well, before she even gets inside, she's hanging on the amazing. outside. She's hanging with one arm on this. Like, this is like Jackie Chan police story. She's hanging from one arm on top of this bus. And whether or not it's like fake or whatever like if she's just strapped in it's still a freaking awesome stunt yeah because she is like swinging around on the back of this bus uh and then she kicks her way in through the window right there's a back window and yeah. and as we all said what's a bus it's just another hallway it's just another hallway <laughs> it's a mobile hallway yeah uh, and this yeah like you said they've got like a gopro it's like a, a wide angle fisheye lens wide angle fisheye lens that they're using to get they must be an incredibly small camera because they're getting around the side of people in yeah, the that's bus right. yeah yeah, so it unless looks really it's all frenetic. CG, but I don't think it is because no, that would cost a lot of money. I think what happened is the bus is the bus is real, but I think the um, everything that's happening outside, all the motion and stuff, that's all like green screen. Yep. Um, so I don't know if the bus has like removable walls so they yep. can get around. But even still, it must it's a fisheye lens, so they probably got it on the end of a stick or something. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, it's pretty erratic, and it does kind of go around and follows the action. So she kills a bunch, like there's six dudes or so in there, yeah. and she t- kills a bunch of dudes with an axe in here, like yeah. real nasty. And then the main bad guy essentially starts to beat her again. She, yeah, yeah, like I mean, he's he's got the emotional one up on her, and he's driving. No, he's not driving. He's the polo, henchman. polo, polo neckman is is driving, and um, Jung Sang her. No turtleneck. It's not a polo. What am I talking about? It's a turtleneck. Yeah, turtleneck. I take it back. Polo. Skivvy. Sorry, Skivvy. Skivvy. Uh, so Skivvy's driving the bus. And uh, and Jun Sang is kind of he's winning the fight. Yeah, he's totally winning. She's down on the ground, but she's fallen with an axe down near the ground near the driver. Yeah. And and this whole time I'm like, there's a driver, right? Yeah. And, it, and we didn't realize because he's just sitting up there not doing anything. Yeah. And I'm like, well, why didn't she just kill the driver? And as soon as I said that, she kills the driver by cutting off his hand, oh, cutting off his, like stabbing it into his junk area. That was incredible. Like she cuts his hand off, and it's this horror scene of him just going. Ah! It was yeah, it was pretty horrific. It was great. Yeah, and that's when the bus actually goes like. Kaputsky and turns sideways and crashes. Yeah, it's pretty good. And then we're essentially seeing... At this stage, it always goes to who can wake up the fastest. Yeah. Because everybody's always laying on the ground. Yeah. 
So she does, and she's got the axe, and she's got Jung saying dead to rights. And then that's when he gives her this exposition, like, you know, Kill Bill exposition. Like well, the other it. thing that he does, though, is he does a whistle, and I think it's the same whistle that she he did when he was sitting on her bed when she was a child. Oh, okay. And that sets her off, and she kills him. Oh, just so that she knows for sure that he was the one that killed her dad. Yeah, and she gets a blood splatter all over her face, and then yeah. she's arrested by the cops, just like she was after she killed all those people at the very beginning. And she does, like, a creepy Yeah, she's smile. and it ends with a bunch of laughter. Yeah. And then the best music of the whole movie kicks in. <laughs> I took that last bit as being like, oh, here we go again, back to the agency. Well, everybody in the agency's dead. Well, maybe it's maybe right. not. Maybe. That's, that's what I got from that. It's like because it's, it's exactly the same as the start of the movie. It's like well, we're going to loop back around and start again. Possibly, it's just very odd. And that was the villainess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good. I this movie's hard to give a rating to. It's the action sequences are really good. Look, if you took out all of that melodrama bullshit, this would be easily one of the best films that we've seen in terms of action. Mm-hmm. One of the best action films we've seen. You put that, that drama in there. I literally had to go and go to the toilet and do shit because I was just like... You were bored. Oh, it was just... I couldn't watch it anymore. This, like They go back to that, that community theater thing like three times. Oh, it's so horrible. <sighs> yeah, I'm not going to defend any of that. Like, it, it's totally abrupt and makes the movie a bit kind of wonky, but I didn't think it was that terrible. Like her acting, I didn't think it was that bad. The, the, I the, thought mainly. it I didn't... It's not necessarily that the acting was bad. The whole premise was pretty flawed. Like I didn't like I didn't care about their relationship because I knew it was built on nothing but lies and bullshit. But on top of that, what they would have done in a in a regular movie is they would have paced it better. They would have had the meeting during an early sequence. Yeah. But because they can't do that in this film because of the the premise of the movie, it's like it they just compacted all of the shit that would have like you could have spaced it out better. Which is weird because this thing goes for like two hours, so it's yeah. not like they were rushing for time. Well, no. that's what when we before I even put the movie on, you were like, "Damn, two hours." And uh, when you said that, Scott, literally in my head, I was thinking, I bet there's some drama bullshit in here. Because you can't have an action so, so for two hours. Th- this, this scene... Well, you can, the rate. The scene that, that kind of <laughs> derails the movie two. slightly. <laughs> the rate too. Sorry. And goes a bit too long, doesn't get the job done. It t- doesn't get what job done? The action job? The drama scene. No, it doesn't no, do it. It doesn't, it d- doesn't, it doesn't yeah, do it well enough. plenty of time to breathe in this two-hour movie. This is a big 30-minute, 40-minute chunk. That's plenty of time to get across what needs to happen in terms of the drama. Doesn't get the job. No, it doesn't. No, no, no. There's different ways they could have handled it. Like the drama, instead of servicing the action story, it just it seems like a separate story. It's like they're doing two movies and they just did not gel. Like you can have tension. You could have like, oh shit, you know, she has to hide this assassin bullshit from her husband who actually works for the agency and have that tension of like trying to keep that. Yeah, like, that- but she does one mission while she's there. Yeah. Like and he goes off and f- there's that weird bit where he goes off and finds some dude. Remember that? What? Like just before the very end, he goes oh, off yeah. and, and he shoots someone for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know who that is. I can't oh, also, remember. There's a scene we missed uh, a very in a, one of the flashbacks where he was talking to the chief and he's like, "Oh, well, I actually fell in love with her. Can I marry her for real? I, 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 this isn't just for the agency. I actually love her." Which is like, oh man. Eh, I don't care about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think they weren't sure whether they're making like a dramatic action film or an actiony drama dramatic. film. <laughs> well, they they should have figured it out because the action sequences are fantastic and the drama sequences are terrible. Yeah, someone should have pulled someone aside and gone, mm, "Let's cut this movie down to ninety minutes." Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, cut it back. But you know what? All in all, the action was legit. So yeah, yeah. Good. It was it was, was still worth a uh, worth a watch. Absolutely. If I was going to recommend it, I would rec- I would recommend people watch it. Yeah, but I would probably fast forward that. Oh, bit. the action sequences uh, stand out absolutely. Very stylish. You don't see them. You don't see that really anywhere. 
it's interesting when I, when we get a a new kind of sequence. I know that first person has been done in hardcore. I keep think, saying hardcore Harry, but I think it's actually hardcore Henry. Mm. And they've been done in Doom as well. Yeah. But this in this they're done so well, and they added that little that little bit where it goes from, especially that very beginning where it goes from guns to knives to pans. Yeah, it's frantic too. Yeah, it's like. real good. I, I even if even if people just watch that on YouTube or something, I think it'd be worthwhile. Is there any moves that you would like to do from this movie? Uh, I was thinking of one. Go around. Oh, All right, on. I have one. I have mine. I want to dive out of an exploding hotel. <laughs> That's just so fucking cool. Like the like dive. No. He dies though, man. Huh? He dies at the end. Oh, of I'd, I'd like to survive. Okay. But you know what? If I was going to die dramatically, that's a hell of a way to do it. Man, it's true. Save the hotel. I'd save the kid. Trying though. to save a child. I'd save the kid. Or would roll. you? Or would you yeah. reverse it at the right time just so you could land on the child? Save yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I said, lucky you were here. Me. <laughs> oh, thank you for cushioning my fall. <laughs> Yes. Um, what would I choose? I, I don't know. She does some amazing shit. Yes, she does. Uh, in this film, I think probably that that bit where she drives the car on the. Oh, planet. that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think I would that's take that. Cool. Just yeah, I don't need to worry about how changing gears or nothing. This is yeah. an auto. Just chuck a bottle of water on top of the yeah, thing. What if it was a manual? She's stolen all over the place. Man, they don't sell <laughs> manual cars anymore. Not if you're going fast enough. Put it in a manual. Get it into the, like fifth gear, and uh, you don't need a brake. Good point. Mm-hmm. Only stall if you're braking. Told you I'm a manual ninja. <laughs> I got two, <laughs> and no, she ain't two. breaking. And she ain't breaking. That's right for nobody. And what you got during the opening scene with the first person? I swear that it looks to me like she's sliding around in the back under people's legs. Yes. She does. She does. I thought that was kind of cool. And she kicks them out. Yep. And also, uh, my wife can verify this. You guys probably can too. I'm a clumsy, clumsy man, <laughs> so I like to be balancing on a toilet and getting a sniper shot. In. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. impressive. Without going, Whoa. Well, she, the thing oh, is, she man. misses. Yeah. Yeah, but she didn't fall over. No, no she didn't. I probably. Fall. I, I, you know, I would. There. I wouldn't fall over, but my foot would definitely my go foot in that in toilet the bowl. I'd be like <laughs> balancing on the toilet. I, I, it's a mess. Ew! <laughs> I got poo on my shoe. I can't take this shot. <laughs> it's my wedding dress. <laughs> um, uh, would I watch this with my wife? No, no. Renee might watch it with me, but I don't think so. No. I reckon. Yeah. Rachel, yeah. watch it. Yeah. I don't know, Rachel has some sensibilities with like she likes Hong Kong. She likes Hong Kong action. She likes Hong Kong pulp action. She likes Korean K pop drama stuff. Yeah, she's seen... I'd, I would love to hear her. She probably think that, that middle bit was a bit boring, but the action was cool. But she watches K pop drama. Yeah. Occasionally. Yeah, so I wonder if K drama, not K pop drama. Sorry, not but K-pop. I mean there are a lot of crossovers. Mm-hmm. Would she think the drama bit was boring? Or does she watch better drama than that? Uh well, again, this, uh, you're talking like a 20-episode arc versus a 40-minute... That's true. You know. That's true. It's very short. There was a, a number of car accidents, though. Yeah, well... Yeah, well hmm. Anyway. Anyway. So that was the villainess. Um, do you guys want to do a quick Q&A? Yeah, absolutely. Go on. You said you had some questions. Two, a couple of questions from some friends who have listened to this podcast. Oh, and, really? and as I'm a regular, semi-regular guest... You I'm, are a semi-regular So you guys, Nathan and Sam and Michael, started this podcast primarily to sort of talk about and watch uh, mainly old Hong Kong movies. Yes, yeah, Which you've got a collection of. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, talk about the good and the bad and blah, 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 blah. So... Question number one is for you guys: What constitutes "quote unquote" an Asian an Asian action movie? Asian? What are we? Um, we're mainly Hong Kong here. We've just gone to South Korea, mm-hmm. had a Thai movie and some handful of Japanese movies. What is the cutoff point 
Not Western, not American, not European. It, like, is it not Australian? Is it filmed in Asia? But with a, no, it would, it would at in... least it would at least have to have a, a primarily a prime primarily a an Asian production. Yeah, I would agree. Asian productions. So... It can be filmed in it can be filmed in Europe, but if yeah. like we could watch a we could watch a Shaw Brothers film or I didn't Shaw Brothers film one of Bruce Lee's movies in Italy. Uh, yeah, there's Way of the Dragon. Yeah, we yeah. could we could watch that movie because that's an that's an that's Eastern an that's an Asian production, but yeah. it's in Italy. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, like, uh, there's a lot of movies like uh, Wheels on Meals and that that's shot in like Spain, yeah, and shit like that. So it doesn't have to be in the movie. Doesn't have to be set. I mean, like, we just saw uh, what's it, uh, Riding Wrongs or Above the Law. No, Part was, of that was shot in New Zealand. Zealand. But that were trying, yeah, and that was supposed to be England. Wasn't yeah. So yeah. something like Rumble in the Bronx, which is filmed yeah. in Canada. Yeah, that's still uh, that's, a, that's still a that's still a primarily Is that an Asian production. Yeah, I think the the all the all the people that made it were Asian. I oh, might okay, have I it used, it might have used some American. Like, like money. I know, like it's, Asian action cast is kind of shorthand for let's watch these old Hong Kong movies. Yeah. Generally, generally, yes. But that if that would be probably my cutoff. Like, so you know what could be the, in this movie? You know what could probably not a, not a dual production like Transformers. Transformers uses a lot of Chinese money, but I believe the Great Wall with Matt Damon would be that con- was a, yeah that was a that's it that's an Asian so production that, that, that's interesting like so, yeah that, that's like that's what I'm looking for like so if if you had say hypothetically if you had um, Adam Sandler's crew film a movie and the main star was Jet Li would that make the cut sorry if well, Adam no, Sandler and his Adam bunch Sandler. of dogs filmed a movie and filmed Jet Li was the main like star if it was if it was, happy, if it was a Happy Madison production if it was a Happy Madison but production but it starred Jet Li would we watch it and if the it answer happy, is if it was a no, Happy Madison the, production the answer is no well, he's on. the main star though no because we wouldn't watch Rush Hour no we wouldn't watch Rush Hour so it's the same thing Rush Hour doesn't make the cut no it wouldn't make the cut no, no it's right. not an Asian action film no it's Hollywood money but what if it was uh, what if it was a Happy Madison production in China if it was a Happy Madison production in China with with a co-production by Lionsgate or Legendary. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that would definitely. But I'm saying if it was a Happy Madison production with Jet Li in China with a Chinese cast. No. Nope. Uh, all, all the rest. All the rest. All Adam, Adam Sandler cronies. Clones. All his cronies. Well, if Adam Sandler shows Just up Jet Li is the as the water boy, God. then no. <laughs> no. All right. All right. Uh, cool. We'll, we'll leave it. That's that's well, something for you guys to no, chew no, on. No, I just but, want to say though, uh, Rumble in the Bronx. Is a Hong Kong produced? Yeah, I knew it film. was. Yeah, it yeah. just happened to filmed be filmed in Canada. It's actually yeah, it's Gold Toronto, Harvest. right? It's Leonard Ho. Leonard All right. Ho question Chow. and the final question. Is, does, I want to know if that does that answer your question to a satisfactory yeah, yeah, answer? Yeah. Like I, I kind of want to watch the Great Wall for this because I think it'd be fun. I think we should do it. Yeah. Yeah. And we do have our. We haven't done it yet, but our Caucasian action cast. Yeah, we should do one of those. I'm That's actually a wild card draw. Yeah. Just, you should just record it and put it in the vault. And if you're like, oh, we can't be bothered one, uh, chuck it on as a bonus episode or something. I would, that's, <laughs> so, so actually, you, what I've got a question saying, for all of you guys. Yeah. If there was one movie that you could choose for this that sort of fits, it doesn't fit at the criteria because it just wouldn't. Yeah. But it kind of fits the tone. Yeah, the tone. What would you choose? Oh, easy. That'd be like any Chuck Norris film. <laughs> All right, <laughs> like, a mis- uh, like a like uh, a missing in action, missing in action, Caraco, Kickboxer, Van Damme. Shit, man. There's like how many '80s action films yeah. are there? What would you do? Charles Bronson. Yeah, Charles Bronson. No, I would. Have you seen like uh, Reno Armed Death and Dangerous Wish or something like that? Reno Unarmed and Dangerous. That is that is a like yeah. classic tone Hong Kong action. I film. have a real soft spot for a very particular movie called Revenge of the Ninja. I, I it's, know a the canon, one. it's a canon production. It's yeah, canon production. I think it's filmed. It's Revenge of the Ninja is actually filmed in America. Yeah. 
Uh, most of those other ones are filmed in the Philippines. Mm. So it sounds like it's not essentially the actor or actress that is the, the, the main no, but the thing is, the production. No, it's, yeah, it's production. production. We, would, okay. we would never do... We would never do um, like, I think Canon's actually is Israeli for some reason. Oh, okay. Or, or, well, you could bonus episode that shit. Yeah, it's like yeah. I, th- I would like to do a couple of spin-offs. All right, but... question the final. Yes. What constitutes action for you? Because we've, obviously there's, there's fighting, fist fighting, there's shooting, there's sword play. What's the cutoff like? Like for example, I, I don't want to crap on it too much, but Blue Spring, <laughs> yeah, that's has some it, fighting in it. No, nah, but it doesn't count. I think I think it's not just it's not just the style. I think it's also ratio. Yeah, and, and, I, and I think important. I think the tone has to. I think that it can't be being carried by something else. Like the movie has to be almost carried by the action in order, or, or in order for it to be considered an action film. There's only a couple of movies that we've done that I wouldn't say meet the criteria, and we've only sort of figured that out after the fact. Blue Spring is one of them. Wolf Guy is another. Yeah, well, Wolf Guy is explosions. Like, it's not my podcast to say, but I think they just tip over like, yeah, I can see that being action. What, I don't Blue see Spring? Blue Spring as action. I could make the argument for Wolf Guy, but wouldn't. I don't think it is. All right, well, you, let's, let me throw it out here. Like You mentioned a couple of times during the night, Old Boy has some action sequences in it. Probably no, an action movie. No, it's not an would, action movie. Would that make the cut? No. I would make it for me. There's like three action, two action sequences in it, right? One of them's three minutes long and it's a classic action sequence, but I wouldn't. Maybe even the quintessential hallway fight, possibly. But I wouldn't, it, wouldn't make, it wouldn't make my list because that's not the point of the film. The point no, of the film no, isn't no, the action. No, no, I know what you mean. Uh, Wolf Guy, I would call an action film. Uh, it's kind of like an action horror thriller. There's action in it. With some psychedelic elements. With some psychedelic elements. Uh, Blue Spring. That's a drama. It is a drama. There's, that's a drama where some people get stabbed. That's a drama that's, yeah, that's kind of painted up. Because there's a few Hong Kong movies that I've got in the pipeline that I, I look at and I think there's maybe not as much action as in one-on-one fighting, but they're definitely quote action comedy or action drama or something. Like what? Like what? Name one. I think maybe The Inspector Wears Skirts. Inspector Wears Skirts? I think another one you're talking about and I would class that as an action Ooh, film. Good another one we've done that I don't necessarily think meets the cut. Is um, oh, what was that movie with all the rapping? Oh, uh, Tokyo Tribe? Tribes. Yeah, really? there's not. There's only like. Oh, that, shut your mouth. There's like there <laughs> is some there is some fighting, but there's not a lot of it. That is definitely not the point of that film. What is that movie? I mean, what are you talking that, about? That's a music- Are you forgetting that at some point Ricky O gets like a minigun and shoots, blows a whole bunch of people away? <laughs> they, and get, then, they go flying into a vortex. Yeah, now shut your mouth, man. That's, all right, fine, fine, <laughs> fine. On, I can see where you're coming from, but I. Yeah, like, but Wolf, Wolf Guy and Blue Spring. I still really like Blue Spring, and I still really like Wolf Guy, but they are on the cusp of not being action. Yeah, I agree that they're on the cusp, but I wouldn't say that they're de- flat out not action. I would actually say Blue Spring is definitely not an action film. Blue Spring. I would say it's a coming of age slash like teen depressing thriller. It is almost, but not quite. Yeah. yeah. Good yeah. Oh, Good for the show. Like, you know. I liked it. I liked watching it. I liked um, it. I liked so, yeah, Inspector Westgirt has to be in the future. That's a good movie. All right, yeah. we'll watch that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that, that's, uh, very, that's uh, very nice of good, you. Good talk, good talk. Good talk. All right, all right. <laughs>